anyone who's been to a public hospital, take your pick. Charlotte Matleke, Helen Joseph, um, Steve Biko. You will know about the pressure on those institutions, um, the resource constraints that many dedicated health workers have to contend with, and of course, the sheer volume of people who need the help. And yet we're being told that even though we know there are too few doctors in the public health care system, there simply isn't enough money to employ all of them. We've spoken to some who have come on and have spoken about the sacrifices in terms of the time, the dedication, the hard work, and the commitment to their profession, and their need, their desire to help people only to be told, sorry for you, there is no work. Dr. Joe Patla is the Minister of Health and joins us now. Uh, Dr. Patla, as always, we really, really appreciate you making time for us this morning. Yesterday, you gave a briefing. One of the questions that came up was whether or not this is a crisis. Did I understand you correctly that you don't think it is? Good morning. Well, I, I, I said that it's not the best of situation, but... Um, <clears throat> Uh, in terms of whether you want to describe it as a crisis is is something which is subjective which uh, you know um, anybody who's uh, analyzing the situation can make uh, that conclusion i would not necessarily you know have a fight with if if in your view that you 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 characterize that as a crisis I'm curious so about I'm curious about what would it take for you to consider it a crisis when we've got what a thousand or so doctors it's estimated who've completed their community service but remain unemployed given the pressure we have on our public facilities as I've described and as many will well know what would it take for you to discover it, to describe it as a crisis well first of all we we I mean we we are working with those who I mean the, the organizations uh, the, and associations which uh, represent doctors to make sure that um, uh, the posts which are available, uh, you know, the, the people who are available can also apply for those posts because they are, as I said yesterday, we are receiving um, all the data from various provinces which are indicating where they do have vacancies. Again, just to say that uh, uh, it's not that um we we are oblivious of the fact that the as as i said then the i mean there is pressure on 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 the on the budget uh, which is well known in terms of the the financial pressure um you know in the country um but also just to say that um we 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 working with everyone to make sure that uh, those who uh, indeed want to remain in the public service uh, can be able to identify where where there where there are opportunities so that they can they can apply for those uh, again just to say unlike the, the the internship and also the community service where it is an organized system of placing people in this particular case and it's not new i mean uh, it might be the fact that uh, the numbers are bigger because of the fact that over time the number of um, doctors who have been qualifying have been increasing because of uh, higher intake at, at medical schools. But this is a situation where 
as it is the case in, in various professions, when you have com- fully completed your qualification, you decide in terms of uh, which direction you want to go. Uh, and uh, so it's not a, a matter which we can predetermine, like for those who are still in medical school and doing their final year. Minister, I'm, I'm, I'm going to come in there. I'm going to come in there because you've, you've made a number of points which, which I want to engage with. Uh, one is, this is a recurring problem. Um, we have been here many a time before, and it may well be that the numbers are increasing. Hold on, Minister. Hold on. Hold on. This is a recurring problem, and it may well be that the numbers are increasing because we're not absorbing enough every year. But quite apart from that, you're suggesting that there are positions available as if those that are available will, like a magic wand, deal with the problem. Even even if all the vacancies were to be filled based on available positions, there would still be a considerable number who'd be left out in the cold, and you know that. Well... That's, that's what I'm saying, that first of all, we must deal with the opportunities which are there. But also just, <clears throat> just again to come to the point that unlike where it is a statutory requirement for a person, for a medical professional to be fully registered for full practice, it, where we then work with the medical schools to make sure that who, uh, the people who are anticipated to qualify needs to be placed we're no more talking about placements when a person is fully qualified it's not a, it's not an issue of placements like internship and community service it's a question of saying where are the posts uh, is the person wanting to do specialization do they want to work as a medical officer do they want to go into independent practice and and so that's why it's not unlike, you know, your internship and your community service, it's not a directly predictable, um, you know, outcome at the end of the year because at this stage when the, uh, the doctors are fully registered, they, they do also have uh, options. Let me, take you up, let me take you up on that. Are you then saying to me that you're fully okay with many of these doctors being lost to the South African health system, for example, should uh, the lucky few be able to go and practice abroad or elsewhere, but also in the context of uh, the NHI bill sitting on the president's desk, even those that were, if they again had the money and the means to do so, were to go into private practice, what is suddenly going to happen should, for example, NHI becoming, become a reality? Well, those who, the unfortunate part would be those who would leave the country because uh, for some time, I mean, some go away, uh, even uh, improve their skills and come back, uh, which we will appreciate. The unfortunate part would be those who will go away forever. Uh, But those who stay in the country in terms of what is planned for the future is to, is the more integration where even those who are in private practice would be able to work within a system where within their private practices they would be able to provide service beyond only those who have sufficient income minister any idea what it takes to start up a private practice just as a rough figure i've been there i've been not in my own practice but i've you know some years ago i went give me uh, give me your best guess 
well, I didn't start my own practice, but I worked with somebody who had started the practice. Sure. Uh, that's, that's, that's a number of years ago. Sure, but I mean, you're a doctor. You understand how these things work. Give me a rough estimate of what you think it might cost a doctor to start a practice in 2024. Well, usually, usually people, what, I mean, like in my case, I had the option at that stage to stay with the doctor who I had joined, but I decided to get back into public service after some time. So usually, I mean, some people, what they do, they will join a group practice, and then after some time, after some experience as to how a practice works, they would then, you know, and, and, and also... Uh, so you don't have a figure? No, no, no. I, I, haven't, I haven't been in private practice for some time. So I don't have a figure as to how, how much... And I'm not saying that people should necessarily... Uh, um, I mean, go into private practice. All that. I'm That's what you said. That. That's literally what you said two minutes ago. No, I'm saying it's an option. But the, all the point I'm of my question, as you will well appreciate, is where would they get the money to do so? These are desperate doctors who are sitting here saying they dis- they depend on mercy phone calls. You know, to do part-time work whenever that might become available. Where are these practices that they can suddenly join? Where would they find the money to start their own? Mugane, all that I'm, I'm giving you the scope in terms of what the medical field looks like. That you do your studies, you do your internship, you do your community service. Beyond that, public service, we appreciate the fact that there are many who want to stay in the public that's why but thanks but no thank you but ultimately it's thanks but no thank you yeah sorry but ultimately at the end of that process is we'd appreciate you we'd love to have you but thank you but no thank you no it's not a question of thank you but not thank you but you know that you know uh, whatever institution you run uh, and, and and the public service is not is not different uh, there, there are particular requirements when you uh, advertise a particular uh, position. It must be that you've got the necessary funding. And we are talking with our colleagues in, in, in the provinces who have that uh, responsibility to, uh, 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 to activate those positions to check and, and see whether we can be able to support them. So uh, because of the fact that uh, many of them have indicated the pressure, we are also... You know, I've, you know, I've been uh, engaging with the National Treasury to see if there could be additional allocation over and above. Minister, uh, let me let me ask you another another question that's come up. Yes. As I understand it, we still have in our system doctors who are of Cuban origin who are working. How many are there, and how much do we spend on them? No, th- those who are there are, are a very small number, and they are paid. Do you know what that number is? There, there's not more than a hundred currently. And how much do we do we pay them? It's the same. It's the same as any medical officer. So they we're okay a- with paying a hundred doctors from Cuba, and that means a hundred fewer from here. It depends on the particular skill. They are recruited on the basis of a particular skill. Some of the rural hospitals... Which we can't train to produce here? No, but these are services which the the, the, the hospitals in... in, uh, All of them will be in in, in rural areas where 
they're unable to attract people with a particular, uh, uh, you know, special uh, training. There are no you South know? Africans to fill those positions. That's that's your best they, answer. They have been advertising those particular, you know, specialties, and they have not been able to attract. Uh, you'll be, I mean, in some of the areas. Uh, so, so those who th- that happens uh, from time to time when provinces have, you know, uh, advertised for particular specialities, and over a, a period of time, they have not been able to attract, you know, uh, local doctors to come. All right, and, and they would then appreciate us. I mean, approach us to say, uh, can you help us to find? We haven't been able to fill this particular speciality. Dr. Joe Pfeiffer, thank you, thank you so much for your time. I appreciate you being available to answer these questions. I'll leave it to our audience to make what they will of the answers you've given us. Thank you.